Welcome to the Core Women Podcast, the place for women entrepreneurs, authors, and self-starters looking to build community and gain valuable insights through expert interviews with women at the top of their game. Join your host, podcaster, producer, expert coach, entrepreneur, and author, Dr. Summer Watson, as she aims to inspire and empower you through these candid conversations. Lean in and embrace the journey. It's time to start the show. Here's your host, Dr. Summer Watson. Today on the show, I would like to welcome Jovanka Ciares, who is the author of Reclaiming Wellness, Ancient Wisdom for Your Healthy, Happy, and Beautiful Life, as well as several other titles. She is a certified wellness expert, integrative herbalist, nutrition educator, and coach. She offers lectures and workshops in Spanish and English. Jovanka studied nutrition with best-selling author, Dr. T. Colin Campbell at his Center for Nutrition Studies in partnership with Cornell University and Herbalism Plant-Based Medicine. We have so much to talk about, Jovanka, so let's just jump right into this and welcome. Thank you so much. I'm so happy to be here with you. I'm looking forward to it. Absolutely. So before we dive into your professional background, can you just give us a glimpse of where you grew up, some of your experiences that impacted and influenced your passion today for integrative medicine and wellness? Yeah, so I was born and raised in Puerto Rico in the Caribbean. I'm a tropical girl <laughs> and uh, lived a very beautiful life there in, in community with nature and plants and a really awesome family life. And then I moved to New York City when I was uh, a student to experience all that big cities had to offer, offer including all the stress <laughs> and all the, you know, poor diets and all the things that we do when we just push our bodies to the limit. And uh, my body gave me what I like to call a smackdown yeah. in the form of uh, chronic diseases. Mm-hmm. Luckily for me, as a, as a former, I guess it was a blessing. I, I call it a blessing. These diseases were chronic in nature, not life-threatening in nature. So I struggled with IBS. I had a couple of ulcers. I had all sorts of hormonal issues, endometriosis, uh, fibroids, et cetera, et cetera. So you know, physically, I look like the picture of health, right? I was relatively fit. I was young. I had a lot of, I still had a lot of energy, even though I was in severe pain more days than not. Mm-hmm. Western medicine didn't have solutions for me. And I was, I didn't want to take no for an answer. I, I didn't think that as a 20 something year old, living with lifelong conditions and pain was not acceptable to me. So I looked, I looked elsewhere. I went uh, and, and learned about herbal medicine, about Ayurveda, Chinese medicine, uh, plant-based living. And what I learned not only changed my body and my life, but became a big passion. So I left my corporate job at the time and went back to school, studied and became a coach and an educator. Mm, wow. What an evolution of how your own personal responses to environment, to what you were doing to your body, maybe lack of taking care or recognizing what you were doing and how you were doing it in relation to how you're feeding yourself, potentially how you were interacting with the world, how that stress impacted your body became a passion for you in relation to not only figuring out your own issues, but maybe how other modalities could help you as well in figuring out what was going on. Yeah, 
absolutely. Just realizing that one answer is not the only answer. It's just a, a door that opens for you to be curious and be and become empowered to take and reclaim your health and your wellness back. Yeah, absolutely. Let me ask you a question. So as you were having these struggles, because that's a lot of, you know, what you're talking about here is there's a lot of inflammation, a lot of what you're doing to your body, what you're putting in your body. And you said that Westernized medicine didn't really help. Now there's a couple of ways that I look at this. The first way is, was there a block in relation to people not helping? Maybe people not listening, maybe the resources not being there, those kinds of struggles. That's number one. Number two, was it more that you didn't know maybe how to advocate for yourself potentially? I mean, was it a combination of these things? Tell us a bit more about that because it's, I think it's important for people to hear what that means, number one, and two, maybe something in your story will resonate with them and how they can look at westernized medicine or maybe benefit from it by approaching it in a different way, potentially. Yeah, Yeah, that's a phenomenal question. And the truth of the matter is that looking back, this is obviously 15 years removed from the first diagnosis. I can honestly say that it was a combination of things. I was still very young and didn't know, right? And we believe that these people with the white um, coat are the end all be all when in fact they are supposed to be their experts, right? They're, they're actually very knowledgeable, yeah. but they're knowledgeable on what they're knowledgeable. You as the owner of this amazing thing we call a body yeah. are the expert on your own body. And so learning to advocate, even we, regarding the issues of, uh, we can argue systemic racism or biases in, in medicine where I can't tell you how many doctors I went to where I was getting a biopsy and so nobody told me that I was supposed to be on pain meds. Mm-hmm. They simply forgot to, to tell me and prescribe medication. And when I finally said, you know, this was a really painful experience. What are we doing here? They all kind of shrugged their shoulders and said like, oh, sorry, next time. Um, and it, it talks about some of the issues that we're hearing in the news, especially in the last couple of years, about the issues of, of uh, the, the lack of communication between patient and the medical community yeah. uh, and the ability that, or, or lack of ability that we have in feeling like we are empowered to advocate for ourselves. I believe that we can and we should always consider Western medicine a, a, an incredible feed of humanity. Like it saves lives every day. But Western medicine is really good at some things and not great at some others. Right? It was created by humans who are imperfect. And as such, it is an imperfect science. And it is up to us to then go to our doctors and say, I am here to be a, a team player. We are, you are the coach, but without me, you cannot have a great you know, game. <laughs> yeah. And without you, I cannot actually play a great game either. So let's just truly become... Uh, you know, partners, and I need you to listen to me. I need you to to be open to some of the other alternatives that I have to present to you. Oh, I love that. And I think that's just so important because as a holistic practitioner, as a holistic coach, it's not just one thing that makes up our functioning and how we move through this world. It's multiple things, which means as a result, 
there are going to be multiple ways that we're going to treat and support mental and physical wellness. And so I love that your journey included your search for different modalities of treatment and help because many times in westernized medicine, there can be a disconnect between the patient and the system or the practitioner. And unfortunately, because the practitioner sometimes is bound by big entities, maybe insurance systems, maybe dictated by the hospital or the entity that they work for, that can be really hard because the practitioner, and to be fair, the practitioner wants to help, but yet there are all these different factors that may be blocking that person's ability to do all they can for you. So true. And truly, in the work that I've done, not only as an educator, but as a student, especially of herbal medicine, I see more and more physicians and uh, Western medicine practitioners that are opening their eyes and their minds and and hearts to alternative uh, treatments. And if you think about it, it, you know, it's a highly regulated industry, especially pharma is. Uh, but the truth of the matter is that a lot of these medications stem from plant medicine, right? Mm-hmm. You can argue that a lot of them have at least some of the ingredients come from plants and then they added other ingredients and then, you know, trademark those products and now they sell them as, as medicine. Right. But if we slowly but steadily go back a little bit to nature and become curious about the root of some of these medicines, we realize that we're not really that far from, from using them to our advantage. Yeah, absolutely. And I I just will touch on one thing, but get to my next question after that, having worked in these entities, these hospitals, you're absolutely right. They are so regulated. We are so regulated. And so conforming isn't necessarily what we do. It's just Unfortunately, because of these regulations, a result of that is we have to follow A, B, and C. And each patient gets seen for 15 minutes. There's three things that we can address. There's, you know, so (laughs) it's broken down very simply. And and because we also want to see as many clients as you can see in a day so that we're helping more people, but yet it breaks down or dissolves the help, so to speak, right? So how rich is that help? So let me get to my next question, because I think this is really important. Let's talk about reclaiming wellness, ancient wisdom for your healthy, happy, and beautiful life, and how it may lend support to others. So talk about this book. We've kind of gotten an idea of where this comes from or where this idea came from. So let's just jump right into this and talk about this new book that's coming out. Yeah. So at the beginning of the crazy COVID-19 pandemic, you started seeing in the news all these statistics about how people of color were seemed to be affected by the virus or getting very sick or dying at a faster or or higher rate than, than their white counterparts or their wealthy counterparts. And everybody was talking about why is this, what is happening? And then we realized that it was obviously a system of a a lot of problems, right? It was systemic in nature, not only lack of access to healthcare, lack of access to healthy nutrition or good nutrition. Uh, And then I realized that as a coach, I've been working for 10 years 
with a ton of people. I, I, I do classes on a weekly basis. I see clients every single day, but I'm not touching the people that seemingly need this information the most, mm. especially people that look and sound like me as a black Latina. And I decided this is unacceptable. I need to do more. So I created this educational initiative called Reclaiming Wellness, where I give, I, I teach for free or very low cost anywhere and everywhere people want to hear me. Yeah. And then that's, that became a book. Eventually I said, you know, I, how else can I actually spread this information out? And so I decided to write this book. Uh, and essentially the book explores the amazing wellness practices that are very popular today and their multicultural roots. I started to realize most of these practices are not enjoyed by the people who actually developed them, whose ancestors developed these practices to begin with. Mm. How can I then show them their history so that they can reclaim the wellness practices of their ancestry and with it, their natural state of wellness? Mm. Wow, I love that. That is an interesting concept in relation to taking it back to its roots and reconnecting it with people of those roots. And so are you doing that and reconnecting folks with this idea of, hey, this medicine, these practices come from your beginnings, come from your backgrounds. Are you going into communities and connecting with communities and talking and spreading this information? That's right. I mean, if you think about it, it's a lot harder to love and incorporate something into your life that you don't know and love. But once you know it, once you love it and you become proud of it, oh my God, wait, so my ancestors did this, they used this, they, they practice this. I'm going to find ways to incorporate it into my life. And with it, reclaim that rightful state of wellness. I don't need to be concerned anymore. Like a perfect example of this is, you know, the use of supplements and herbal remedies that is ubiquitous today. But if you go to like Whole Foods or, or even online, you realize that a bottle of some fancy supplement will cost you $60. Right. And when you look at the ingredients, the ingredients include, I don't know, say maca powder. And you're like, wait a minute, that maca powder was used by my ancestors in South America Right. 600 years before the Europeans showed up. Right. And they've been using it for this, 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 and that. How about I actually go to the store, buy it a little bit cheaper than, I, than some fancy supplement company will sell it for me. And instead, I'm just going to put it, put it into practice, use it every single day and see how it affects my body in positive ways. And I really like that tip because I have inflammatory problems myself when I was younger and now that I have lupus and kind of figured out, you know, my whole regimen of stuff, but I have also tried different modalities, such as Ayurvedic medicine and acupuncture, and they can get very expensive. Mm -hmm. Those supplements can be very expensive. Those holistic practitioners to see them are not covered by insurance many times. So that can be very expensive. So for instance, in Japan, when I lived in Japan, I could see an acupuncturist for $20 an hour. That's it. $20. That was nothing compared to what it cost here. And that included massage, acupuncture, you name it. And no tip, no tip because <laughs> culturally they don't, we don't, they don't yeah, accept it. Right. So here though, that would not be the same. So those tips about 
how you can actually find those ingredients, those same ingredients that might be in an expensive supplement in food, in nutrition, at the grocery store is so valuable, so valuable. So I know this book will be very helpful for so many. It'll help others bridge that gap between what might have been a block or something where they couldn't approach it, get it, buy it, you name it to, oh, this is actually accessible to you. Absolutely. That's the goal. Well, I love that goal. So what would you say are three very important takeaways you can suggest when it comes to advocating for your own health and wellness that gives you more than 15 minutes of time with that person that you you have an appointment with, addresses factors of how you really can look at food as a holistic approach to wellness? You know, the first thing that I would tell people is to write down a list of your goals when you're going to a doctor, right? You're not going to show up there uh, blind, right? And expecting somebody, you know, tell somebody it hurts here (laughs) and that person is supposed to uh, sort of read your mind. So let's just start by journaling is one of the first exercises that I tell, I give clients the week before you have that appointment with your doctor, I will start journaling every single meal immediately after a meal. How do you feel after that meal? Are you gassy? Are you constipated? Do you feel sad? Do you feel stressed out? Does the stress lead to cravings that cause you to go and reach for some sugary treat? It's important for you to do that at least 24 to 72 hours before that appointment, because it's impossible for us to look at the full picture if we don't have it in writing. Our bodies are constantly talking to us. We just need to learn how to listen. It's almost like understanding the language that, say, if you have a cat at home, the cat is not going to communicate the same way that you communicate, right? But it's communicating with you in many, many ways. Your body does the same thing. Right. So how are we? uh, Is my breath a little bit strong? Uh, Is my hair falling out? Are my nails a little brittle? What what is my body telling me? And then the second thing that this is critical, I almost wish it was actually number one, is to recognize the roots of your stressors. Mm. Stress is a critical component. It lowers your immune response. It, it prevents you from absorbing nutrients. Uh, it actually leads to anxiety and issues of the mental home. It, it causes a, a, an imbalance almost in everybody's system. Hmm. So understanding the root cause of those stressors is critical. Then once you have that big picture, you go into with your doctor and, and, and just, just present a picture that's a lot more clear. Then you talk to your doctor and figure out what is the best way to address the most important issues. People are, you know, in this society, we, we believe in instant gratification, right? We have been indoctrinated to want a pill or some sort of solution that solves our problem in a span of hours. Right. This is one of the reasons why I love plant medicine so much is because it, in, in a very uh, simple way, in a very non-aggressive way, it helps us reduce our symptoms to the point that it's easier for us to now see a bigger picture. Uh, the doctor can do that for you too if you become an ally and a partner with them, but it has, you have to have a clear picture about your life and, and your lifestyle. 
Well, I really appreciate all of those tips, Javanka. And I hope the listeners do as well, because I think you're right. We do like that instant gratification. And it took a while for our system and these systems that bring us together and help us function both mentally and physically well to also break down. It takes a while for that to happen. It takes a while for the inflammation to occur. And that has to do with, again, what we're exposed to, what we're putting into our body, how we're recognizing what we're doing, lack of sleep, lack of good nutrition, lack of, you know, all these variables. So it does take some time to heal your body and mind as well. It does take time to change habits. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a huge component of this is how do you change those habits? Is that something that you go through in the book? Because changing habits can be so challenging, so yet challenging. so important. It's critical. And, you know, to, to your point, we don't get somewhere uh, overnight. We're not going to get out of it overnight. So I advocate patience, uh, self-love. The book, definitely talks about that multiple times. I use one this one system or, or way of doing things. It's called the reduce and replace method mm-hmm. where you slowly reduce uh, a habit or a food or a behavior that no longer serves you. And rather than leaving a huge void that we don't know because it takes us 21 to 28 days to build a new habit, mm-hmm. we slowly reduce that and then replace that void that that thing leaves with something good for us. And we do that every single day until we, re- we realize that we've reduced whatever that behavior is by 90% or, or even 100% and then have already replaced it with something that is actually going to benefit us in the long run. And that is so critical and so important that you mentioned that because here's what happens when you start going full blown into I'm going to do this right now. I'm going to, this needs to change today, yesterday. What happens is your body and your mind go into this mode of deprivation of you're depriving me. So I'm going to then, as a result, I'm going to go for that maybe sugary snack so that I can fulfill this void. So what you're saying is really on point because you're gradually doing something over time that 21 to 28 days, and you're then replacing it with something else that might be more beneficial and more healthy for your functioning, which then the body responds and not reacts and says to you, okay, we can do this together. We can make this happen. So (laughs) I, I love that. So thank you so much. We've covered so much. I love what you're doing. I love the whole concept of reclaiming wellness, ancient wisdom for your healthy, happy, and beautiful life. Your new book, which will be out in mid-April, correct? Yes, April 19th. And my last question for you is, if you were to leave the listeners with some words of wisdom today, what would they be? You know, the big quote at the beginning of the book is from Maria Sabina. She was did that fame healer from Mexico. And she said in part, you are the medicine. And I love that phrase so much because it encompasses everything that I wanted to to talk about in the book. You've mentioned Ayurveda before. Ayurveda believes, and, and, and almost every Eastern tradition of medicine believes the same thing, 
we have the ability to balance our bodies back into what is known as homeostasis mm -hmm. or, or a healthy state. Before your body, uh, your system becomes acute or your diseases become life-threatening, we have the ability to get out of balance and get back to balance. All we have to do is listening to our bodies and work in accordance to nature with respect to our bodies. This amazing machine, it's like a, like a Tesla, right? Like a, like a Lamborghini <laughs> and you would never feed it, you know, crappy oil or bad gasoline. You, you want to give it all the stuff that you know is going to carry that gorgeous machine for the rest of your life. So remember that you are the medicine. You have the tools already within you to restore your mind, body, and soul. Oh, well, thank you so much for being on the Core Women podcast with me today. It is my pleasure. Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. You can connect and follow Jovanka Ciares on LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and at www.jovancaciares.com. Thank you for joining us on the Core Women Podcast with Dr. Summer Watson. We're so glad you're here and would love to connect more with you. Find us on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube at Core Women and on Twitter at Core Women One. For more about Core Women and Dr. Watson, visit corewomen.com. Want more support and resources for amazing women like you? Great! Join Dr. Watson and Jen Fontanilla at the Life, Love & Money Collective, a Core Women production that aids in understanding the key traits that might be getting in the way of living a life that you are absolutely passionate about. Connect with Summer and Jen and find out more at thelifeloveandmoney.com.